There are two things parents hope to give their children, roots and wings. But it's often hard to know if the decisions we're making are the right ones, especially when the world is changing so quickly. Welcome to That's a Good Question, where you'll hear expert eye-opening advice, tips, strategies to help you uncover the answers. That's a Good Question is sponsored by Good Life Family Magazine, a trusted resource for sandwich generation parents who are navigating the twists and turns of life sandwiched between their kids and their aging parents while trying to keep themselves sane in the process. Now your hosts, Cheryl Lily Pigeon and Michael Tinglin. Hey, I'm Cheryl, and I'm here with my co-host, Michael Tinglin. We publish Good Life Family Magazine, an important resource for sandwich generation parents who are navigating the twists and turns of life literally sandwiched between our kids and our aging parents. We're parents, and if you are like us, you've got a lot of questions. So we created this podcast, That's a Good Question, to help all of us uncover the answers. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now let's welcome our guest, Eddie Coker, founder of the Texas-based nonprofit, The Wesmore Project. Eddie, we're thrilled to have you with us today. And we recently interviewed you for an article uh, for Good Life Family Magazine, and you told us life just does what it does. (laughs) And in 2020, the world has seen just how true that is. Um, I know you have a long history of bringing laughter and levity to kids as an entertainer. Your your kid-friendly songs and performances and enthusiasm encourages even the shyest listener to get up and dance. So how did you translate that type of energy and positivity into the Westmore Project? Very simple. I, I always was fascinated by how... There's, there's an evolution to elementary school kids. So you know your sixth grader is going to be like, yeah, whatever, I'm not going to get up and dance, right? And you got to kind of beat them a little bit as an entertainer to, to get them to move. And eventually they will, right? And then fifth graders and then fourth graders and then third grade. I'm like, what is happening? This is over a period of years. And then the, the, my favorite of all time, second graders, right? Their brains are just old enough to start you know, thinking, right. And start playing with, I was like, what second graders aren't getting up and dancing? What is happening? And that literally is the reason that got me to go, all right, what's going on with children? What's happening with kids? And it just led me on this giant journey. And, uh, you know, to be very honest with you, if you don't mind me saying, I heard a story of a nine-year-old boy who hung himself at an elementary school that I sang at. And I said, okay, we're going to get real. Right. So I was noticing it as a, as a performer that like, why aren't they playing? Why are kids not like smiling and laughing? It's not the teachers putting the clamp down. There's just something I noticed. Mm. And like I said, Mm -hmm. I started researching and then, you know, when that happened, I was like, okay, it's time to get really serious because to, to leave your body, to be found, you know, by either your classmates or your teachers is is a symbol. Yeah. Enormous pain enormous anger. Absolutely. Yeah. My mom was uh, the executive director of the Suicide and Crisis Center. Oh, wow. Literally back in the 70s. So I know a little bit about suicidology and I know what that means when you choose to end your life in that fashion. Mm-hmm. That's a that's so much pain. So it's so when we organized, right? Started the nonprofit, got a board together, started raising money and you know, get a bunch of smart people. 
you know, to get involved. So. That's fantastic. Sorry, there's a long answer, but. No, that's fantastic. Yeah. To parlay that, you do say there are s- some statistics on your website that really speak to what you're saying. One of which is that according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, suicide is the second leading cause of death for youth between the ages of 10 and 24. And we're losing about 4,600 lives a year. Uh, 157,000 youth between the ages of 10 and 24 are getting medical care for self-inflicted injuries. Bullying is at an all-time high, including cyberbullying. I'm just imagining that um, those statistics are just the beginning. So we know there's a lot going on with these kids. Hi, my name's Bill. I'm the producer of this and many other podcasts. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more platforms. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Now, obviously, as a producer, I'd like you to hire someone like me. But in this case, it gives a great platform to get you going quickly. Now, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. See you out there. What is Wesmore doing to help change those statistics? Yeah, so for your right-brainers, in the universe, uh, I say that Wesmore is a type of Kung Fu minus the eye gouging techniques. Mm. Okay. And if I, don't, if I don't get a giggle out of people with regards to that, because some people go, oh, you teach kids Kung Fu. I'm like, no, it's, it's kind of a colloquialism, right? It's a type of Kung Fu minus the eye gouging techniques. It's a learned technique. So if, if I don't get that giggle, I go and we're teaching kids skills, just skills they can use not on a daily or weekly or monthly basis, moment by moment, right? If something happens to me, I can take a left. If this happens to me, I can take a right. Hey, I can go up here, I can go down, right? And we're teaching kindergartners this stuff all the way up to high school. So, I mean, I could get super specific about those things, but it's just a set of life skills that you can pull in. So if I I get silly, I say the kind of curriculum we're gonna try to teach, is reading, writing, arithmetic, Wesmore. Fantastic. Social emotional learning, SEL, all the schools are trying to, you know, uh, implement this into their schools. What Wesmore tries to do is just do it with a huge amount of sense of humor, right? A lot of humor, a lot of levity. Um, I use a lot of characters to kind of introduce these concepts. But gosh, if if I could teach you how to do the woo-woo dance, or I could teach you the choreography to the happy one, which is super simple, you can learn these skills. And the cool thing about it is you start at a young age when that bullying does come. I, I call it when life hands you your butt. And everybody's <laughs> going to have that happen. Yeah. What are you going to do? And the earlier we can start kids into learning what they can do in any given uh, situation, the more resilient they're going to be, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That just makes so much sense. Laugh at life and it will be more satisfying, can you? You know, I, I think about laughter. That's a song I wrote called The Sadness Train many, many years ago, which is my version of Opposite Day. Do you, I don't know if you remember that song. No, no. 
Life is terrible, life is bad. Everybody get on the train. Remember the low times, think stink. Yes, my life is rinky dink. I have no fun and I am short. I get up and I resort to knowing that I'll never be one inch more than three foot three. Oh, sadness train, right? So it's just kind of my version of opposite day. Life stinks, right? And it's, it's the same thing that, that, that we say in the, the bridge of that song, right? That laugh at life. And if we can get kids laughing at life, especially when those pain points hit, yeah, the better off they're going to be. So absolutely, and it seems to me also just to let them, just to have the opportunity to talk about their pain. Totally. Just, to, just that. Draw it. Yeah. Write it. Create a picture. Create a, an art piece of what it looks like, and you don't have to mm -hmm. be great. I'm not, expression. Not expression pain. helps a lot. I draw my feelings all the time. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. So. Absolutely. Very cool. So, Eddie, I have a question for you. Yes, you use the term joyful interrupters, which I think is fascinating. Tell us more about this concept and some of the practical things we can do to decompress. The joyful interrupter. So since Wesmore is a makeup word, right, we can make it mean anything we want to. So I oftentimes say peace more, joy more, love more, eat less broccoli more, <laughs> depending, you know, who I'm talking to, you know, try to incite a little bit of humor into it. But um, yeah, the joyful interrupter is just something that you can bring to your life at any given second. So let's say somebody makes you angry, right? They've said something that's hurt, hurt your feelings. So a lot of people say, hey, walk away. I'm much more about staying into the position where you're allowing your, your, your fear to come up, right? I feel fearful. Okay, well, welcome to planet Earth. We all feel fearful, right? That guy's angry. Well, anger is an emotion, right? He has a right to be angry, right? You have a right to hit me. You don't have a right to take your anger out on me. But if we can start understanding that all these emotions and feelings aren't bad, you know, we, we, we always talk about, hey, we want our kids to be happy. We want them to thrive and want them to do a great job. But what do you do when life takes a turn for the opposite side? Absolutely. Right? So I'm a huge believer in, in this moment. I, let's just, And I'll, I'll say it. I'm nervous, right? Am I being cogent? Am I saying the right thing? So by allowing myself to feel that way versus, oh, God, Eddie, you're blowing it. You're not saying the right things, right? Giving yourself a little bit of acceptance. A good buddy of mine, a psychologist, says that acceptance is universal Drano, right? Which, which I love that. Love it. I love yeah. that. That's, I, that's a brilliant quote. Yeah. I feel angry. Great. Awesome. Welcome. Thank you, anger, for being in my life, right? I, I'm, I'm nervous. Great. I feel nervous. At this present moment, I am nervous, right? You honor it. You give it a deep bow. You know, back in the days when I was taking Kung Fu with my son, I thought, oh, it'd be cool if we could make Westmore kind of a Kung Fu, right? But a Kung Fu that it's, it's still a practice, but it's something that you can do to defend yourself, right? When the mind starts telling a crazy story, okay, hey, mind, how you doing? There you are again telling me I'm a, no good. And you use that imagery right. to literally kick it. Oh, well, not kick it, right? You wouldn't kick it. You, you see it. You don't ever want to, hey. I'm thinking of Kung Fu. Make it a friend. I'm thinking of the, the actual right. act but of a, the. But a Kung Fu that says, come by me, right? So I take. Redirecting. Huh? Redirecting. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's a redirection. It's not, it's never going to strike out at it. It's an honoring of the fact that it is present in your life at this given moment. Oh my God, I'm so depressed. Fantastic. Awesome. I am so glad that you're in my life depression. 
I'm so glad that you're in my life anxiety. Thank you for being here and being my friend. That's the way to make that stuff dissipate, right? It's mitigated on a much more powerful level than, oh my God, I can't be sad. Oh my God, I got to be happy all the time. Mom and dad say that if I have to, you know what I mean? It, it's it's truly an all. To allow yourself all, to feel your pain, to oh feel your It's the angst. key to all of it. It's the key to all of it. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Eddie Coker of the Wesmore Project. At Star Power, the safety of our customers and staff remain a top priority. And we'll continue to provide you the essential products and services you need to operate your home and business, home appliances, networking solutions, and more. In order to ensure your safety and provide convenience, Star Power offers private showroom to car delivery or at home delivery and in home and virtual consultations with our experts. Visit getstarpower.com to call, chat online, or request a quote. So welcome back. Uh, we're here with Eddie Coker. Eddie, tell us uh, what we could do right now to help our kids in this times of stress. Yeah, you just said the word. Now, right now, this moment, it's all we ever have, right? This moment. The mind likes to go out into the future and go, oh, or it likes to go back to the past and go, oh, right? Why'd I do that? Out into the future, I'll never be what I, and we're never here. You, you only have this moment anyway. And I remember reading a book called, and I don't remember the name, um, I think it's called Radical Acceptance, doesn't matter. Bottom line, a mother was dying in her late 80s and her daughter was at her deathbed and the mother turned to the daughter and said, what a pity, what a shame. I've never been happy. Never. An entire life, not happy. The woman passed the next day and, she, and the, the lady commented in the book, what a gift that her mother gave her, right? You, we're going to die someday. When are we ever going to be okay? Right? And, and I feel when the only time you can ever be okay is right now in this present moment, right? Staying here. So I created a little character called Double-Headed Stinky Man. Double-Headed Stinky Man, Double-Headed Stinky Man. One head in the future, one head in the past. Both of those things just kicking your... Now ask me a question, right? And so I always do that for middle school kids to get, get a giggle, but that's what we do. We, we'll spend our whole life out there trying to get somewhere and then beating our backsides, trying to get there, always hammering ourselves or always living back in the past and going, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why did my parents hate? Why did my dad get right? We're never here. That conversation was four days ago or that conversation was 40 years ago, right? But we're still carrying to the present moment that pain from 40 year conversation we have with my father when he said my dress didn't fit, right? And we, and we, cause the human mind loves stories and it makes up stories, telling stories 24 seven. Yeah. So you're, you're making me think of a book I read many years ago, ago called love is letting go of fear. Mm. Um, because Polsky? That, Jim Polsky. Yeah. 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 So, well, so it was very much, uh, that similar mindset. So yeah. to let go of the past because that's guilt and to let go of the future because that's fear and to live in this moment. Um, there's also a big role of yeah. forgiveness in there. Yeah. Uh, is that part of 
you know, part of what y'all talk about um, at the Wesmore Project, sort of letting go of some of those those ill feelings or from the past and and coming to peace with what's happening right now. Yeah, interesting that you say that. It's really about navigating this second. Right now I'm having a conversation with you. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm paying attention to, right? But once this conversation is over, I'll get in my car, head south on Central Expressway, and God only knows what's going to pop up in your mind. We no longer have to run from bears or tigers. So the mind is always looking over that kind of metaphorical shoulder looking for a problem. That makes sense. You know? So Eddie, are you saying the mind is creating uh, n- new fears? 24-7. Interesting. 24-7. Now, not everybody, right? My wife, who I've been married to for 28 years, she's the happiest human being on the planet. The happiest. Every day she brings joy to life. But she also lived 23 places by the time she was 14 years old. Had a really tough kind of upbringing, right? Had life kind of like, bam, whacked her a little bit. And she came out of it stronger, right? So there's there's 25 different ways that that people grow up and, um, you know, they can process life. But for me and for Wesmore, I mean, that's the deal. The deal is working with this moment. That's the turning the lemons into lemonade. Yeah. Outlook. Yeah. And allowing for people like Michael just did, come up with your own interpretation. Since Wesmore doesn't mean anything, put your own meaning into it. I have my crazy way of processing life. And so does Michael and so do you. And you know, everybody does it differently. So we try to give enough tricks, right? Enough little things that people can work with. And my daughter, for instance, uh, moved to New York City at the age of 15 as a ballet dancer. So imagine letting your kid go, right? You're going to go live in New York City. And yeah. That's so tough. Very yeah. difficult. So she loves Wesmore from the, the, the very aspect of one thing. So of the 20 things that we can teach you, she goes to one all the time, sound. So right now we're in a studio, so we don't hear very much. But in New York City, boom, it could be an ambulance. It could be police. It could be the rumbling of the truck down on the street. She, she's out of her mind. Sound pulls her right back into this space. Of, it's, it's all okay. So that's the beauty of our five senses. The touching of the table, right? The kinesthetic aspect. Guys are typically much more visual. So that's why I do the staring at two objects, any two objects in your vision you know, right now and staring at the space between them. And then it all just stops, right? That kind of like the mind taking over stops. So th- these are the tricks that I do because up pops a, a higher intelligence, a deeper intelligence, a more loving intelligence internally for the individual. And you talk a lot about breathing. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a character in the Wesmore world named Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum is a balloon. And Chrysanthemum talks about in through the nostrils for five seconds. Hold for three, two, three. Out the mouth for five. If you do five minutes of that, you know, five seconds in the nostrils, hold for three, out the mouth for five, right? Do do 20 of those, you're going to find that deeper intelligence that will settle you in. That's what we want for our kids. Settle in. Be here, right? Help you with your sadness. Help you with your anger. Help you with, I'll never be, she doesn't like me. He thinks I'm an idiot. He's got a bigger bicep. She runs faster. I mean, that's what we do all day long. 
And then we've armed them with napalm with these stinking <laughs> phones, right? It's not social media. Cocaine, it's napalm. Amplify it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If I, uh, yeah, that's another conversation. For sure. For another day. But um, yeah, be here, be present, uh, deal with all the wonky, right? Deal with all the wonky. So embracing the adversity and finding a way to um, find some interrupters mm -hmm. to sort of break that down a little bit and take us into a place that's a lot more zen, a lot more peaceful. Yeah. yeah. Calm. That's you know, why people pray. It's, it's, you know, it's why I tell kids to close their eyes. The brain loves it when we close our eyes. Right. They're just, they're, there's literally hundreds of those little tricks that we can teach our kids. Where'd you learn them all? Where'd you learn your tricks? I'm a, well, so I was an opera singer, right? I don't know if you knew that. I remember. Prior to becoming a children's entertainer. So I'm always fascinated. How does that dude sing like that? And that became my fascination, right? And then I'm like, oh, well, opera is not very fun because you live in hotels forever. I didn't want to live in hotels. So now what am I going to do? Started writing. How do you write music? I don't know, right? Started writing music. I just become fascinated by things and I research these the heck out of everything. And, you've and been then talk, talk to everybody. Because right, you've been around children yeah. uh, as an entertainer yeah. for what? A couple of decades. 33 years. Yeah. So that- Amazing. Like said, Amazing. Kind of like, it really is. It's You're right there. You're you're witnessing what your oh. ability to change their their perceptions and change their attitudes yeah. and bring them out of their shell. And The second leading cause of death in the United States of America for 10 to 23-year-olds is- ending your life. That's, that's got to change, right? Now, I would be going against my own philosophy by saying it's got to change, right? We need to look at this as human beings. Why are our children suffering so much, right? That's the start of the approach versus well, they can't. No, that's resistance, right? And I think what you're saying too, to acknowledge it is so important yeah. so that if they're feeling a certain way, we can't as a parent, or we shouldn't maybe as a parent, not give that some, some credence and, yeah. and let them feel their feelings yeah. and acknowledge those feelings so that we can help them find a way around it. Yeah. Thank you, Eddie, for joining us today. Folks, if you wish to be a part of the Wesmore Project or help this nonprofit's message with a tax deductible donation, please go to the wesmoreproject.org or wesmoreproject.com? You just type in wesmore.com. It'll take you right there. Super easy. Perfect. Yeah. And it is an unusual name because it was a made-up name. So it's W-E-Z-M-O-R-E. Ashen yes. Zebra. <laughs> <laughs> For a lot more parenting content and resources and to receive our free weekly newsletter, go to goodlifefamilymag.com. And if you've got questions or advice and tips you'd like to share, we want to hear from you. Thank you so much, Eddie. We've just had a wonderful time Thank today. you. It was so much fun. Appreciate it. Thank you, Eddie. We're living, we're learning, and we are here for you. Life is good. We're here to make it better. Got a question? We've got answers. Go to goodlifefamilymag.com and click, That's a Good Question.